All right, I want to throw something else into the mix. If you're on the line, hold tight. We'll get to you momentarily. But Chief James White, back in December with the Detroit Police Department, overhauled the uh, DPD crisis intervention team. Why? Because it's needed. How about this? From the beginning of this year through July 10th, eight days ago, the Detroit Police Department received 7,554 mental health-related calls. That averages 40 per day, which is up 12% than it was last year. They're also getting more and more calls, 778 uh, calls for mental health incidents involving armed citizens. And so police are having to to not only assess what's happening over the phone, right, based on what they're getting from dispatch, but then when they go to the scene, they are constantly dealing with with different situations, different scenarios involving people with different types of, of needs and illnesses. And it's it's prompted this change in the crisis interventions team. And that's where Assistant Chief Eric Ewing uh, picks up the pieces for us. He joins us uh, this afternoon on JR Afternoon. Um, it's great to have you with us. It, it, talk to me about about the, the the state of policing as it relates to mental health, because if you're dealing with it here in Detroit, chances are big cities all around the country are dealing with it too. What 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 kind of uh, hardships or or difficulties do you need to deal with when it when it pertains to this issue? Hi, right, Chris. Well, thanks. First of all, thank you for having me. And you're absolutely correct. I mean, this this up until about a year or two two years ago was new to policing. I think all over the country uh, dealing with mental health, and not only in the, in in the cities itself, but you hear hear about mental health in sports. Uh, some of the notable figures are dealing with mental health issues. Uh, well, for us in the Detroit Police Department, I mean, uh, as you said earlier this year, Detroit, the Detroit Police Chief James E. White gave us a mandate to overhaul the CIT unit, and uh, it's been very impactful. I mean, if you look at the grand total, as you talked about earlier, 7,800 runs that we've had for mental health calls, that's a lot of police runs just dealing with mental health. So we had to take a look at how better we can serve the city, how better we can answer these runs, and how we could give our officers a different tool to try to, to traverse these uh, these different police runs. So. Back in uh, January of this year, we we, we uh, stood up a single unit, which we call our, our crisis interventions team. It's, cur- it's currently manned by 18 officers across the city who respond to these health calls. And with that, we've uh, also given them some tools to utilize to uh, help them in, in that so these these encounters are ended in a positive way, not in a adverse way. Uh, and obviously, there are the, the, because when you when you go to a a call, every scenario is different, right? And and you as as police officers now, certainly, be, I think partly because of Chief James White's background, um, when it comes to dealing with, with the, uh, those dealing with mental health issues, um, do you look at it differently? Does this crisis team, um, do, do, they, do they, when they go to assess a call, um, I have to imagine that there's a number of things they're looking at. You mentioned the tools that they've got in their tool belt, what 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 can they use? Uh, what what's at their disposal when they make these calls? First of all, this, the the officers who are in this unit are 
crisis intervention trained. They go through 40 hours of training prior to uh, being on this unit. We currently have approximately 200 officers in the city of Detroit Police Department who have been trained in that. In addition to that, officers who are coming out of the police academy are getting what we call CRT trained, which gives them 12 hours of de-escalation training mm -hmm. and scenarios so they can kind of stabilize the situation so we can get individuals who, who have a little bit more training there to try to de-escalate the situation peacefully. Um, but we we talk about this that we want everyone to understand our first level of communication with these individuals out here who may be going through crisis is actually verbally talking to them and trying to relate to them. Mm -hmm. uh, we've learned in 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 in, deal, in doing this is that a lot of times it just takes a little time to have a conversation to find out that these people are actually going through some type of mental crisis, sure. and slower the better for us. We're learning how to slow down and have this conversation. But we also know that sometimes that maybe that does not work. So we have acquired some less than lethal tools that we use uh, in the police department, one being um, a rocket launcher which uh, deploys a 40-millimeter foam round mm. that does not penetrate, but it does have a knockdown power that's very powerful. Uh, the other issue, uh, the other uh, less than lethal weapon that we utilize, we have in our toolbox, is called a pepper ball gun, and this this is a rifle that shoots out a uh, pepper ball, approximately 150 feet, that we aim at a object next to the individual or to the ground that emits a foam or a cloud. Hopefully, that will impact the individual so we get them in custody. Mm. But the, I think the most innovative one, and, and I'm kind of dating myself going back to the Batman, the old Batman days. <laughs> You're not uh, using a grappling hook, are you? Uh, it's something <laughs> like that. It's it's called a bolo wrap. And this bolo wrap shoots out a seven-foot uh, cord that's made of Kev Kevlar. shoots out two prongs on either side of it, and it, it wraps the individuals up, his arms up, so he cannot move he's wow. immobile and the officers are able to move in and, and, and handle the situation without having to use a use of force uh so it's been very very successful for, for us uh, we we utilized it um, about a month or so ago with an individual who was going through a crisis his family called said this individual was kind of upset because they had taken a weapon away from him an actual gun as the officers responded to the situation uh the individual had acquired a knife but had hidden it, had left the home. We were able to locate him. Once we located him, uh, you could tell he was going through a, a mental crisis. He was running through traffic. We were able to follow him till he got up on the sidewalk. He took his shirt off. He took a, a, a fighting stance with the sergeant, told him to come on. I'm ready to fight you. And luckily for us, we had acquired this bullet wrap uh, technology. Mm. The, uh, the sergeant deployed it, wrapped him up, and, they, and it had a happy ending. No, no, no injuries, no use of force. That's unbelievable. Uh, how often do you lean on uh, family members, friends, loved ones of somebody that you get a call on? Um, do, do you lean on them to try to get information on this person? Yeah, well, that's 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 the biggest thing. Is the family members are very important. Uh, yes, we do. Re we rely on them to give us the information, but we want them to to get these people help before it becomes a situation sure. where they have to call the police. And that's where we're running to a lot of issues with a lot of families. You know, let's 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 talk about. It. I mean, it's, mental health is 
used to be a stigma uh, years ago that no one wanted to talk about. Well, but we we really need to talk about that. And one of the things we're doing in, in the police department now, and it's going to be coming out very soon, we're going to be asking individuals to identify by address locations where people have known to have mental issues mm. so the officers would know prior to getting there that someone they may encounter in that, 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 that household or business may have some some uh, mental issues so we can know to approach it in a different way. Uh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assistant Chief uh, Eric Ewing, I know you got 200 people uh, on that uh, on that uh, uh, crisis intervention team. I imagine you'd want a thousand if you could get it. Uh, but you've got a lot of officers that are doing really good work. Uh, thank you for your time and shed some light on this. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, interesting stuff. It's certainly a different way of policing. And, and I think in this in this climate uh you need to be very careful about how you treat each individual case and and thankfully the detroit police department they've got a a particular unit that's that's geared towards this all right we'll get to your calls coming up next get you ready for the mitch album show too also uh an interesting issue at the miranda lambert show i'm not a miranda lambert fan right this is a country singer danielle is that correct yes okay I don't know why you have to say it like that. Um, the, the, she uh, she kind of lost it on a fan. I'll tell you why next on JR Afternoon.